welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, here, news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And it's been an exciting week in the realm of independent audio drama. Um, I don't know if you are part of the uh, online Facebook group for audio drama lovers, but there's uh, new shows continuing to uh, tick through the ticker and become available. So um, if you're looking to explore uh, some of those good finds, will end up on Radio Drum Revival soon. But if you want to go explore on your own, do check out the Facebook group for audio drama lovers. Um, We'll put a link on that on the Radio Drum Revival show notes. Uh, Some of the things that come out through that, um, our friends at Our Fair City this week are almost hit 10,000 downloads for their first month. I think we probably now are in the month of August, so uh, we're into a new month here. But if you want to go help them out, um, Our Fair City uh, is now pushing into their sixth season, um, all sorts of dystopian audio science fiction madness over there. Um, Also, we'll say that the Witch Hunter Chronicles, um, which we featured here before, uh, one of my favorite little gothic uh, audio fantasy stories um, based out of Antwerp, uh, Domian and Aline of Audio Epics with a score by Peter Van Riet. Uh, they are looking to expand that into a sort of fully dramatized audio novel. We did get a little uh, promo for that from Domian. We're going to play it now. In 2010, Audio Epics released the award-winning dark fantasy audio drama The Witch Hunter Chronicles. Sam, what are you going to do? I'm going to clear the world of another stain upon its face. Ah. It looks like I beat you to it, Vathic. Now, we are preparing to bring you the ultimate, professionally produced 10-hour version of that story. Discover the true depth and secrets of the great city of Seven Peaks in Witch Hunter. Help us realize this ambitious project. Support us on Indiegogo.com. More information on audioepics.com. Cool. Thanks, Domian, and go do support his Indiegogo. I can't wait to hear what this final product sounds like. Uh, all sorts of good stuff from some of our friends we've seen sort of just develop as artists over the years. Our Fair City, uh, my own work, Oral Stage Studios, and uh, Audio Epics are all people we met at the Convergence Con um, through the Mark Time Awards, and it's fun to see people go on from their sort of early projects and get better and better over the years, build up their audience, and um, you know more good stuff, follow them. And uh, sort of on that note, uh, this week did mark the 100th anniversary since the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand and sort of the kickoff of World War One, And in that spirit, in a very odd way, we're going to go and feature, again, my friends at Oral Stage Studio. We heard them last week with their very latest production of Prophet's Guide. We're going to go back to their first production now with 1918, uh, which sort of re-envisions World War One if alien technology was involved. So it's one of these 
uh, fun comedy. I think they call it diesel punk kind of uh, imaginative pieces. Uh, this was their first foray, but I think it holds up really well. Um, wonderful sound design, fun writing, and um, you know, good performances throughout. Uh, we're going to feature that today as sort of our little nod to World War One. Um, there are no doubt uh, many other, perhaps more uh, faithful uh, tributes to World War One audio dramas out there. I'm always looking for new ideas. You know, I, I sometimes say. Uh, uh, statements like this is the only one of this uh, and then people correct me on Facebook and other places so I, I do appreciate that if you know of any fine World War One audio dramas let me know I, I don't think I've heard too many I'm sure the BBC probably has one but um, my my learning does not go that deep so uh, at any rate here is 1918 by Oral Stage Studios uh, here for the next 40 minutes or so on Radio Drama Revival hope you enjoy Dr. Heifer-Weissensteinhagen, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Follow me. Is that an American cigarette? Yeah, Lucky Strike. The Americans are clever with their tobacco. One cigarette per carton contains a little something on the top of the tobacco, if you catch my drift. I most certainly do not. Sir, tell me, what is the prognosis? You will see, we have been making exceptional progress with him. When I heard that he had shrapnel in his heart, I confess I did not expect him to survive. Even with the alien technologies. Manfred is a fighter. The alien teleportation device saved his life, but as you will see... My God! Doctor! I am alive, Doctor. Quite alive. And, as you can see, he has learned English. A vile language. I was wondering why we kept speaking it despite the fact that it is not the language of the fatherland. Okay, so so when, when we get the arm, yeah. I want to hold it. No, I told you how many times I tell you. One time, two times, thrice time, I shall hold the arm. Let's work, let's see. Fresh from a Broadway run of the Preston Teresius, the Fat Piggly Lounge is proud to present Evelyn Selwyn. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for coming out tonight. Got a little story to tell you about my good friends Patty and Mary and a long journey they took together. Six, seven, eight. Patty wrote a letter to his lady Mario, saying, Should you not receive it, right and left. Is this our singer? Let me check with this acoustatron. Did you just make that up? Hmm? Did you just make the word acoustatron up? Yeah? It really fits, don't you? It's stupid. Call the device something else. Like what? Yeah! She's got the right oral qualities. You mean oral. That's it's what I said. It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. 
It's a long way to Tipperary to the sweetest girl I know. Goodbye, Piccadilly. Farewell, Leicester Square. It's a long, long way to Tipperary, but my heart is right there. It's right here with you two tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me. Let's go find her. This should be her dressing room. Excuse me, Miss Serowin? Yes? Evelyn Serowin? As I said a moment ago, yes. As in, how can I help you? As in, I am gracing you with a moment of my time, so stop staring at me all slack-jawed and please get to the quick. Forgive the generally dazed look on Henry's face, Miss Serowin. We're here about your father. Then you have the wrong woman. My father died before I was born. I was raised by my uncle. Yes, in Duncannon, PA, on a farm. You speak German, French, and Spanish, and you can fly a plane, dance, act, and, most importantly, sing. I'm sorry. How did you- Come with us and we'll explain everything. Thanks, but no thanks. When I get approached by two strange men and they ask me to come with them, I tend to pass. I can assure you, only Henry is strange. I'm merely eccentric. Your father, Ernest Sarowin, whose real name is Edward Dietrich, left something for you. And we've got all sorts of alien tech over alien at the- Alien devices? Henry, please. Are you too blotto or merely gassed? I can assure you- I'm a little gassed, to be honest. You had one drink. Good night, gentlemen. Look, Miss Sarowin, we don't have a lot of time to waste. Your father is dead, recently. If you want to learn more, come with us. Otherwise, we'll take our leave. But it was a lovely performance. Thank you for your time. Wait, who sent you? We're from the Order of the Horizon. I'm Dr. Henry Isotope, and- Henry, in due time. Your father worked for us. So he was alive my entire life? I'm afraid so. And now? I'm sorry to have to be the one to tell you he is no longer with us. You. I. I don't believe you. He left this for you. What is it? Oh, it's beautiful. From one of the crash sites. So this is Ailey? It glows in response to her voice! There's a second orb back at headquarters. Your father was researching them. They responded to his voice as well. But no others. Certain vocal qualities are inherited within families. The German war effort has been greatly assisted by the clever use of the devices they found on the UFOs. They're winning this war. Based on your father's studies of these orbs that we think we may have found our ace in the hole, you must be... Exploding with questions. Now will you come with us? I will. Though you should both know I'm armed. I've been a crack shot since I was ten, so this better be real. Here it is. It may not look like much, but this is the entrance to our headquarters. You're blotto if you think I'm coming with you into that dead-end alleyway. Watch this. See? The entrance opens with a clap. Alien technology. We call it the Clapatron. Henry calls it the Clapatron. You're a child, Henry. Sorry. 
Our secret lab is this way. So if some scruffy street performer were to garner applause near this alleyway, your secret lab would be discovered. That's only happened the one time, and we mind-wiped him. With the Wipatron. Follow me. After you, Evelyn. <laughs> My nose! What is Xavier doing? That device scans optical nerves. It actually uses your eyes to determine if it should let you into the lab. Let me guess. It's called an optical scanatron? How did you know? The lab. Looks like someone found an alternate entrance into your secret lab. And wrecked the joint. My Gargletron! What on earth happened? Should I call Command Central? Uh, maybe I ought to leave you two to chew the fat. I can find my way home. I believe I can answer your query, Dr. Sanders. Oh, who and, and, and what are you? You may know me as the Red Baron. Manfred von Richthofen. Manfred von Richthofen, actually. That's impossible. You, you were shot down and confirmed killed. <laughs> oh, the alien technology has made me a... Well, did Karen Kapek use? Ah, oh, that's right. The alien technology has made me a robot. That's impossible. Robot technology is still several years away. Apparently, we Germans are vastly superior to you Americanas in the field of science. Evelyn, come close. I used the same teleportation unit to escape my unfortunate encounter mit Kepit and Robert Brown that I used to gain access to your lab. Whatever you came here for, you aren't getting it, Buster! Henry, now is not the time for heroism. He has two enormous guns for arms. Hand over the arms! And I will spare your life. Never! to the next episode of 1918 to find out if our heroes have all been shot or if only one of them has. You'll never find the orbs. I see you picked up the personal shielding unit from the wreckage, Dr. Isotope. And who are you, Miss? Me? Yes. You have a very angelic face. Beautiful. I don't give out my name to formerly deceased flying aces who are now robots. <laughs> she is charming as well. A shame about those personal shielding units. So unreliable. No matter how close someone else might be to you. Very well. You win. The orb is on Xavier's body. This won't be it. Now, I'm afraid I might have to shoot you both anyway. Several times, actually. Until your bodies are unrecognizable puddles of goopy goo. Darn. Wait a minute. Something I'm very curious about. Before you shoot me... Evelyn. Can you tell me what that is on your robot body? Oh, you mean this black box? I'll find this is a teleportation device. It seems so strange and futuristic. It is one, maybe two more trips. Sadly, they burn out. Just like your companion's personal shielding unit. 
as I will demonstrate. Unless I do this. Henry! It's okay. The shielding unit absorbed the bullet. You are amazing. You just ran up to him and... And, and activated the teleportation device on his person. I remember I was there. How did you even know that it would take him to his next program destination? Uh, I didn't. We just seemed out of options and it had a button, so I, I pushed it. Uh, uh, Xavier! Are you okay? No! I was shot several times, you fathead. It, uh, it is too late for me, but... <laughs> you must get back the ore. What's that in his hand? Smart lady. I tracked him using the... <laughs> the... Trackatron? Yes. <laughs> the teleportation energy residue indicates that he went somewhere in Berlin. Find him. Find him or we're all doomed. Xavier? Xavier? No! Don't die, you bastard! You can't die! And stop slapping me! My mentor. My only friend. Henry, I'm so sorry. Stop wasting time. Just go before. It's like I can still hear his voice. We need to get to Berlin. Do you speak German? No. French? No. You speak any language aside from English? I'm monolingual. Well, I've got bad news. Is the bad news that I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb? Pretty much, yes. Unless I use... This! It looks like headgear. But it translates languages in my head. I won't be able to talk, but I'll be able to understand German as if it is English. I call this device the orthodontist. Because of its appearance. Right, so blending in with the locale... Out of the question. Let's play it by ear, then, and get to Berlin. What do you propose? Do we have any teleportation devices? No. Well, I'm out of ideas. Well, the Order does have access to some higher-ups in the government. Even Wilson has her ear. I'm gonna make a few calls. My back is barking up a storm. One week ago, if you had told me that I'd be quickly inducted into a secret order my supposedly long-dead father had been a founding member of, whisked across the Atlantic, parachuted into the outskirts of Germany, and then forced to hide in a cargo box in a Zeppelin bound for Berlin, I might have punched you. I might anyway. Couldn't we have snuck into a larger crate? If those guards hadn't been right on our tails, trust me, we would have. 
I said all that in German, by the way. Ah! The orthodontist is working, then! Hopefully the other alien tech will work. Do you remember how to use it? Yes. This cube will turn water into oxygen. Right. Just put it in your mouth, like I'm doing with mine. Right. And this disc-like object, this one sticks to any surface. Correct. You should have two. Affix them to your hands, and you can climb up walls. Power it on and off with a whistle. A lot of their uh, technology is oral. Oral. That's what I said. And you've also got... The laser. <laughs> I know how to use the laser. I can't wait to use the laser. Laser! Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> oh, sorry. Getting a little stir-crazy. No, no need to worry. Found it kind of cute, actually. Do you ever think about what if they come back? Hmm? The aliens. Surely the Order must know more about it than what we civilians have read in the rags. Well, we've been analyzing their tech for the government, so we know more about that. Obviously. But the papers are generally right. It was an invasion of some sort. They made a critical navigational error, that's why they all crashed. If they come back, we're pretty doomed. And yet here we are. Humanity. Every country in the world fighting. Nobody's stopping for a second to think maybe we'll need our united strength to repel the next wave. You're right. Too many politicians and world leaders are banking on the fact that there won't be a next wave. When will we learn? Maybe this will be the last. You can't change human nature, Henry. Sadly, I doubt that this war will end all wars. Maybe when the dead are tallied, the Americans, British, French, Germans, and Austrians will never fight each other again. But I can't help but feel that every generation will have to face a war. I don't know. I I'd like to think that we evolve as a species. I'm inclined to- You fell on me! The crate must have rolled. We've got to get out of here. Henry, part of you is, well, standing at attention. Oh, uh, so, sorry, I just, uh, the, 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 the closeness and the danger. <laughs> the danger? We're going down, this is it! Don't panic. I'm not, oh God, we're going to die, we're going to die! Are there any shoots? No, the most Zeppelins have a plane outside the cargo hold. I can fly it, let's go. Climb down here. There, there's a crazy sorting going on out there. Is that Howard Ball's plane? Who knows? Hop in! I thought this crate was crap. This thing was meant for children. Are you, are you sure you can fly it? Fly? Yes! Land? Yes, I can also land it! I mean, Christ, who can fly a plane without learning how to land it? That would be useless! Thank you.
be able to outmaneuver the legendary Albert Ball, or will the British ace inadvertently kill two allies? Find out next time on 1918. I never thought I'd say this, largely because it sounds ridiculous, but thank God for alien water-breathing devices. You, you almost missed the lake! No, he's perfect. Do you have the map and compass? Oh, I... This, this is awkward. I, I think I left them back in England. You remembered the water cubes but forgot the map? Oh, Henry, great. D don't, don't worry, I, I, I have an impeccable sense of direction. Berlin is that way. You mean west? Where we came from. Where the sun sets every day. Uh, I, I meant this way. Xavier was right about you. For someone so bright, you're awfully dense sometimes. Follow me. So sorry, I, I just... Don't apologize. Just follow me. We'll get there. Relax. But first... Uh, why are you taking off your shirt? We should dry out our clothes before the sun totally sets, or we'll catch a chill. <laughs> You're looking at me like you've never seen ladies' undergarments. No! Oh, I, I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, sorry. Sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> what? You're a funny man. I've never met someone so... shy. Well... Spend your time with actors, and, and I, well... Are you blushing? Uh, no. 
come here, Henry. Yes? That's a German scout plane. He might have seen us. Operation Dry Clothes has failed. We've got to move. Well, uh, at least they're only damp now instead of drenched. How far outside the city are we? Just a couple miles now. That's odd. What is it? Are you getting a reading? The, the orb is located somewhere beneath us. We aren't even in the city yet, but I'm getting a huge signal. It must be close. Beneath us? Yes. Nothing here but farmland, though. What about that silo? You think it's some sort of secret base or something? It would be a great disguise for one, that's for sure. Well, let's go. Wait. Duck. German soldiers, and... Judging by the lab coat, that looks like a couple of doctors. Or maybe scientists. Oh my god, it can't be. That must be Dr. Hafenweissen, Steinhagen, and Frau Herra. How do you know? I met them at a conference before the war. Rumor in the scientific community has it that the two of them were working with the alien tech for the Germans. So what, you hang out at science bars and gossip about other scientists? Yes. Why? You look surprised. I was just cracking wise. Let me get this straight. There are dives that cater exclusively to scientists, and scientists gather there to talk about each other. Is that so unusual? Well, most bars don't even serve women, so I guess I'm just a little jealous. So, those two, Dr. Longname and Frau Hera, are they the German counterparts for you and Xavier? I guess you could look at it that way. Look! They're going into the silo! You were right! They've got two guards posted outside now. <gasps> we should laser them! Too loud and too flashy. They noticed. Hey, where are you going? Follow me. I have a plan. Why do I feel like I'm going to regret this? What are you doing? Shh, follow my lead. So she's insane. Nice job. I thought I'd have to club them both. The laser really wasn't intended to be used as a bludgeoning weapon. I think it is broken. Darn! Could we at least talk a plan through next time? Henry, we're not always going to get a chance to talk. We have to act in the moment. Don't worry about the laser. It is only an object. Now let's hurry. Empty? Frau Hera and the doctor with the very German name couldn't have just vanished into thin air. Unless they did. Of course! I'm a genius! Clue me in a little? Look up there. I don't know what that is. Precisely. It must be a portal device. Let's see if we can't get up there. I'm very proud of you, Henry. You noticed something and acted on it. Maybe we stand a chance after all, huh? My arms are tired. You can do it, Henry. Keep going. Oh, gee. Don't look down. Just keep climbing up. I'm right next to you. Just a couple more pulls. That's good. You can do it. One more. You made it. You just... I... Shut up and kiss me again. Okay. Now, Henry Isotope, how do we activate this thingy? Just touch it. 
It should teleport you to the companion portal. This is how the aliens travel ship to ship, we suspect. Okay. I'll be right behind you. Ah! Hello, gentlemen. Oh, darn. Will Henry and Evelyn escape the clutches of the insidious Red Baron? Will our heroes find the orbs and save the world? Find out in the exciting conclusion of 1918. Well, well, well. If it isn't Henry Isotop, and who is your charming companion? That's Janet Four Eyes. You won't have the pleasure of knowing who I am. Oh, ha, 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 ha. How did you know we were here? We picked up traces of alien tech being used in this silo. This base is on a tight schedule. The tech is needed to access the portal, hence... It is quite simple to tell when someone is breaking in. Your use was unscheduled. <laughs> Guards, disarm them. Thank you, Doctor. I'll take it from here. The lady will follow me. Dr. Isotope, I leave in your capable hands, Dr. Hefeweizensteinhagen. Donker. What is he going to do with Henry? I imagine that will be the last you will ever see of Henry Isotope. Henry! Best to forget him now. What are you going to do with me? I'm taking you to meet someone, Evelyn Dietrich. This is your father, Ernest Dietrich. I believe you two alone for a moment. My daughter. Let me see you. You're... I am alive. I'd have no voice if it weren't for the alien tech. I was shot in the neck. There's so much to talk to you about. You're crippled. I was shot in the neck. But you see that robot suit on the table? It looks like Manfred's. Manfred got the prototype. We can use this to fight him then. I'm afraid not. I never truly worked for the Order. This is going to be hard for you to hear. I am a triple agent. Our family is German, and my allegiance is with Germany. No! You were raised American. I understand. But we need to end this war, Evelyn. That's why Manfred stole the orb. It can level a city. With that kind of power, France would surrender immediately. Britain and the U.S. would follow. The world could be at peace. We need to join forces. The aliens are... they're coming back. I... I don't believe you. I can't believe any of this. It is much to deal with all at once, I know. But it is all true. Why did you have to kill Henry? Are you gonna kill me? Henry was an unfortunate casualty. Our mission is more important than a single life. But we won't harm you. We need you. My vocal cords were destroyed, and the orb is tuned to my voice, and thus, to yours. 
singing certain notes unleashes different effects. You want me to wield the weapon that will hand the war to Germany? If the war does not end soon, humanity is doomed. How? How do I use it? Certain sets of three notes have specific effects. I've written down some combinations here. Thanks, Dad. Bye. Evelyn, get back here. <laughs> what are you gonna do, ground me? Manfred, I'm not afraid of you. You should be. The cause is too important. With or without you, we'll find a way to use the orb. No, Manfred. She is my daughter. Don't shoot her. I'm sorry, Ernest. We can't let her get away. Henry, you're alive! Don't shoot her, Manfred. Or this crippled guy will taste bullets, whoever he is. No, Henry. That's my father. Very well, I'll just shoot you then. You can point that gun at me, but I assure you, it is worthless. You can drop it now. Darn! I am curious as to how you escaped the doctor. He forgot to remove my personal shielding device. Hell, I forgot to remove it. I've been wearing it since our first encounter. It's burned out for good now, but I clocked him in the face and took his gun. I'm impressed, Dr. Isotope. Sadly, your last-minute heroics are for naught. And rest assured, I will shoot multiple times to ensure your demise. Wait! Where did my daughter go? What on earth? A second cyborg suit? Manfred has the prototype. My daughter has apparently stolen the beta. <laughs> You're not the only one encased in metal now, Red Baron. Sell some time. Phew! Of all the uncomfortable, cramped places I've been in the last week, that one takes the cake. My suit is destroyed! Sorry about that. Don't apologize to him. He abandoned you your whole life and then almost left a, let a cyborg kill you. And now he complains that his own cyborg suit being dented up in the ensuing melee? You're better than him, Evelyn. You'll never get away with this! Is there an alternate way out, Father? Father? Well, you are. At least biologically. The corridor behind me leads to a one-way portal that takes you outside. Of course, the entire German army will be hot on your tail. I doubt you'll be able to escape the country with the orb. Please, don't go. I, I, I don't want to lose you again, Evelyn. Please, stay. Sorry, Dad. You had your chance. To me, you'll... You'll always be dead. Come on, Henry. Let's get out of here. You're too late, Red Baron. 
just escaped. Failed. Frau Arrow. Bad news. The long-range space scanners have picked up a new signal. The aliens. They are coming back. Listening to 1918, an Oral Stage Studios production, written by Richard Lovejoy, starring Robin Reed, Patrick Pizzarolusso, Abe Goldfarb, and featuring Avery Pearson, Alyssa Simon, Richard Lovejoy, Matthew Boudreaux, directed by Samantha Mason, sound design by. Matthew Boudreau and Mike De Almeida. Music by Chris Chappell. With Jennifer Harder on trumpet. Recorded at the Brewery Recording Studio, Brooklyn, New York. Visit us online at www.1918show.com. All right, and that was 1918 Oral Stage Studios, A-U-R-A-L stage.com. Um, and like I've mentioned last week, we had them on. Uh, they do have that new show, A Prophet's Guide, available. They also have a lot of blogs uh, talking about the art and science of audio drama behind the scenes. So if you're into the tech stuff, check them out as well. Um, and then next week, we're going to get in, into the ZBS productions again. I've got um, special approval from Tom Lopez to play a uh, four-week Jack Flanders show, uh, Land of Enchantment. So that's going to be kind of a Radio Drum Revival exclusive. Real excited to have that for you next week. And until then, 200-plus uh, hours of original audio drama programming up at radiodramarevival.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash radiodramarevival, uh, Twitter, at radiodrama. Uh, find us on Stitcher or iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. Go to our website, uh, tell your friends, uh, drop a you know donation in a tip jar, whatever you can do to keep this thing going. Appreciate it. Uh, Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Brad Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates on on-air radio at WMPG-FM, that is Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. <laughs>